Hi lovely listeners, my name is Lisa Marie Imray and I am the host of Coffee and Crime, a true crime podcast, where each week I sit down with a cup of coffee and talk about any kind of true crime story. So if you are interested in true crime, which I bet you are since you're here listening to this amazing podcast, or you like drinking coffee, then feel free to give Coffee and Crime a listen to. It is available on all major podcast platforms. You can also find Coffee and Crime on Facebook or Instagram, where the DMs are always ready for you to slide in with your thoughts and feelings, recommendations, or anything true crime related. So until then, be safe, be good, be better, and all that cheesy crap. And I will catch you guys over at Coffee and Crime. Crime Scenes and Cupcakes is a true crime investigative podcast. We discuss cases regarding the assault, murder, sexual assault, or cases involving the abuse or abduction of adults or children. These topics can be very disturbing and a trigger to many individuals, so please listen accordingly. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, Help is available. You can text, call, or chat 988. This is available 24-7. It is also available in multiple languages for anyone who needs mental health-related or suicide crisis support. It can connect you with trained crisis counselors. Also, if you are in Wichita, there is a local crisis center. Call 316-660-7500. Hey guys, it's Marianne, dog mom, baker, true crime podcast maker. And I am trying to record this. I'm preparing to go into a medical procedure this morning. And so I wanted to get this episode recorded because I'm not sure how well I'm going to rebound in order to do this weekend's episode, but it is a very important episode. So I'm going to give it my all to be able to come back and do that episode. But we are adding a new piece to our podcast because there is so much going on in Kansas. Holy cow. Bodies are being found. Some are being identified and cold cases are being closed. Others, new bodies are popping up and uh, we're trying to figure out who they belong to. Was there foul play? What in the world is going on? So there have been a lot more cases, a lot more things to cover, but law enforcement is doing such an amazing job there have been so many more cases that have been closed. Cases that have been closed that they have been open and on our docket, on our notepads for a long time. And I want to get to them and I want to talk about them. That being said, I want to try to divide up and conquer a little bit. And since I am in Wichita, and there are quite a few cases in Wichita, I wanted to give Wichita its day. And I thought, what better day than Wednesday? Let's give Wichita Wednesdays. 
Let's do Wichita True Crime Wednesday. This is the breaking of the bottle, you might say, of having our first day of this. And so this is going to be brief, but it is something that I actually received a lot of TikTok messages about this case because this case happened and it mirrors another case that has happened out there, maybe not to the disgusting degree, but it mirrors another case. And the name of that case eludes me. As I said, it's really early in the morning and I'm trying to get my bearings. But this is a case of a young woman who had spent her night out drinking and in her determination to have a great time, she took someone's life. But the problem is, is she hits this bystander and then she drives a little over a thousand feet with him on her car into a neighborhood hoping, huh, nobody will see this man dying on my windshield as I pull into this neighborhood. She pushes him off the windshield. She's trying to leave the crime. Witnesses are seeing this and all she is telling them, her main concern is that she doesn't want to go to jail. That is what her concern is not. We need to get him help. Let's get him an ambulance, anything else. It's she doesn't want to go to jail. She said she didn't know how to do CPR. So what could she do really? Well, there's a lot of things you could have done. You could have taken ownership of that situation, but to make matters worse, because this happened back in January 9th of 2021. But to make matters worse, her sentence was handed out here recently. And Wichita is crying out because this man lost his life and she lost a few months. That's it. She can't drive drunk again or she goes to jail. But other than that, this young woman, Haley Wilkinson, gets to continue to live her life while John Gaston Eister, age 44, he is no longer with the citizens of Wichita. And the citizens of Wichita are angry. They are angry at this verdict. Many of them that I'm getting messages for from are angry because one woman that wrote in, she stated that her son, which we are looking into this case, had done far less, but because of the color of his skin, he's there and he had nothing in his background. He'd had no priors, but he is doing years while she is doing nothing. So is this the halo effect? Is it a pretty young girl shouldn't have to be in prison? Let's get into the case and find out. And as with any case, we want to talk about the victim. So I went to his memorial posting and I would like to read that to you. 
Today, we announce with profound shock and sadness the passing of John Gaston Eister, age 44. On Saturday, January 9th, 2021, survived by Mother Dimitris Eister, Father Dr. Robert Eister, and for those of you who may not know, he is well-known in the community. Son, Kevin Eister. Daughter, Emily Bu, Aunt, Linda Dowdy. Brother, James Eister. Nephews, Ethan and Emery Eister. He was born in Mesa, Arizona, but living most of his life in Wichita, Kansas. He was an HVAC journeyman. He belonged to Local 29 and over 20 years and working with the Waldinger Corporation. He loved to watch football with the Chiefs being his favorite team. Mine too. He enjoyed tennis, golf, and spending time with his son and his friends. He was a beloved and devoted father, son, brother, uncle, and friend. Most, always with a smile on his face, he will truly be missed by many. They had a small gathering for family and friends at the Heritage Funeral Home in Andover. And then they had his services. But he had many who love and miss him still today. But on with the case. So on January 9th, 2021, Haley Wilkinson was driving home from work. So from work, it's not like she was out partying or anything, right? She should be okay to drive. Mm. Haley was doing a shot. One shot must have been a hell of a shot, but that's what we're being told. Haley did a shot at work. And she's decided to drive home. And she had a restaurant job and she knew she should not have been driving, she even says. So we've got that out of the way. She knew she shouldn't have been driving, but she's driving home from a restaurant job on January 9th, 2021. And when she gets into her little Nissan Maxima, she'd been out driving, and then she touts along East Douglas. And as she's driving on East Douglas, and she's coming near Woodlawn, John Eister was out walking across or near the street. And out of nowhere, Haley Wilkinson, which was, she was already on police radar, because she had been driving erratically. So police were already looking for her and wondering what the hell's going on. And so at this point now, she's hit a pedestrian. She's hit 44-year-old John Eister, who 
knowing he shouldn't be driving, decided to walk home after being at a bar. He had been drinking with friends, and then suddenly the Nissan Maxima struck him at around 12.20 a.m. on East Douglas near Woodlawn. After the collision, Haley Wilkinson then drove around 1,300 feet with Eister's body embedded in the front of the windshield of the car. He said, she's driving with his body embedded in her windshield. And this is a woman who is already driving erratically. She pulls into a nearby neighborhood and attempts to try to pull him off. Now, according to an affidavit released by the Cedric County District Court judge, judge, excuse me, it's early, witnesses and police say Wilkinson admitted, again, that she had drunk at least one shot after working a shift at her restaurant job. She knew she should not have been driving. She hit Eister after he, air quotes, walked in front of her car. This coming from the woman who was driving erratically. Her breath and blood alcohol test measured that Wilkinson's blood alcohol concentration was higher than the legal limit to drive in Kansas. She was at a 1.43 and a 0.97. Now, according to the document, the legal limit is a 0.08. So, quite a bit higher. The witnesses who had been watching what was occurring reported seeing Eister stumbling as he walked along the street, but again... Let's not victim blame here. He knew he'd been drinking. That's why he's not driving. He's walking. Wilkinson told the police she first thought she hit a curb. Curb, human, they they do feel a little bit different. She pulled Eister off of the car, she says, to help him out. But darn it, that's when she realizes she doesn't know CPR. What to do? What to do? So then she just got upset and she kept saying over and over, I'm drunk and I don't want to go to jail. Eister, who again, as we had said, is a Wichita father who worked for the local heating and air company. He ends up dying at the crash scene from multiple blunt force injuries. But here's the kicker. Haley Wilkinson She was sentenced to 36 months of probation with an underlying sentence of 34 months in prison and six months in jail. So for those of you out there who've contacted me about this, let me explain to you what that means. It means that if she violates her probation and with probation, they're not supposed to have alcohol. They're not supposed to be going to clubs and partying. They're supposed to be going to work and going to home. If she violates that for any reason, then she will have to serve the rest of her sentence out in jail. Now, being who we are, we are an investigative podcast, and we, we have attempted to locate Haley Wilkinson because we honestly, we want to hear her side, you know, 
Do you have any remorse? I mean, we want to give her an opportunity to clear the air, to talk to us about it. Um, because right now, people are villainizing you. I mean, at least the girl who hit and killed two people and sat and talked to the officer about going to Vegas, you know, there has been some sort of conversation with, but, you know, a lot of people are angry. You know, they want to hear from the police department about this. They want to hear from the judicial system. A lot of people are angry that this person lost his life we're supposed to read an article on this sentencing and go about our day. And many are not. Many are dwelling on it. And many are keyboard warriors. It's out there. And they're sending them out there to every person they know. Anybody and everybody they can. Because they feel like this was not justice. And they want to see justice served. So I'm inviting Haley Wilkinson or anyone from John Eister's family to talk to us. Anybody from this case to talk to us about it. So we can have more of an open dialogue so that we can put that out on the social media and hopefully dampen some of the fires that have begun. Because we don't want to see that match struck. It is a horrible case. And yes, we're along with you seething. We had to step back when we were asked to create a TikTok on this case. I had responded with the fact that I had to step back for a few days because I was so angry about it that I wanted to make sure that my anger did not cloud the facts. And in saying that, I, I am not, I am doing my best in making sure that doesn't do that. But in this, I, I mean, we have seen multiple cases of drunk driving and where a pedestrian is killed. As I've spoken out about multiple times, a very amazing person in my life. Their life was taken by someone, in the case of Dr. Howard Whiteside. His body was found in a ditch. The driver comes forward much later. To me, that's suspicious. Did the driver come forward much later once the alcohol was out of their system? The only way to stop these things from happening is by having stronger sentences on the offenders. We want our people to know, we want the citizens of Wichita to know that if you've had too much to drink, it is safe to get home by foot, by public transportation. But they don't feel that way when they feel like, okay, going home by foot and I could be crushed by another person out there who has not made that decision and they're going to take me out. This is a really short one for today. We hope to have many more. I'm not sure the condition I'm going to be in after this. And um, I was contacted by Detrick Foster's family. So I'm hoping we'll have something out about him soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
And again, like I said, I'm hoping we will have a bunch more out. I'm just not quite sure yet, but I promise to update you guys. So check out our social media. We are out there on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you name it. We're there. Thanks a lot. Be safe.